Tonight's episode begins with a warning. And no, it's not a content warning necessarily, because we all know why we're here. True crime is by nature gruesome, and tonight, this is an unintended consequences warning. A how does all this true crime I'm addicted to affect my mental state warning. While we're listeners and digesters of true crime content, there are some stories that affect us differently than others. It's a sliver of a comparison to what happened with the FBI agent tasked with dissecting the particulars of this case, a case so horrific, twisted, and depraved that proved to be too much. Tonight's episode is just a teaser, but sometimes the foreplay can be just as stimulating. Wow, we've hit um, over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's awesome. Yeah, because I haven't been posting shit on there. Like, it's kind of amazing how we keep getting more and we don't put anything on there. What up, everybody? Live chat land. I'm sure we'll get a few joiners in just a few minutes. Do, 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 do. Are you doing the housekeeping stuff? Well, we do have a uh, new taco to welcome and thank for joining. Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for joining. Yes, thanks for joining, Andrea. As yes. well as, I can't remember if I shouted Jessica out um, as well. So apologies, Jessica, if we missed you, um, but wanted to make sure we we got you. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica and Andrea, Andrea and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what else we got? So we were talking about our schedule. What up, Darren? Hey, Darren. Um, so again, no live stream on the 26th, but I think we're like pretty set with that. So we just need to figure out when we are recording. We could record Monday night, even though I'm working. Let's give away this raffle. Raffle, 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 raffle. So this is from last week. All right. This week's winner. All right. Winner selection. How many winners do you want? Well, only one. one. Fucking broke. Let me see. Choose winners now. Here we go. Boom. Bria. 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 See, she, Bria. Oh, she had three entries. Yeah. She yeah, left three right. comments. Yeah. So she left three comments. That's probably, I mean, that's not why she won. It's, it's automatic. But so basically it, it raffles off and you get three tickets. For every comment you leave, you get a ticket. So Bria, you won. And last time was Coral. Mm-hmm. So Bria, and she's a good friend. Talk us Primo. So I'll send that out to you, Bria. Thank you so much for all the comments. This is for whom? Uh, this is for Andrea. No, it's for Jessica. Jessica. Okay. This is for Jessica. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Cheers. 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 Ugh. Malibu. Yeah, I mixed it with I, some Bacardi. Not, not I should have just poured that in here. Not a good That's mix. That's why I there. wanted to do it because not a good mix. So we did two episodes last week. This one was a Trey Sessler one. D requested Emmett Till. Oh, oh my wow. god, dude! Are you what? What is Oof. y'all's problem, man? <laughs> I'm not. That's a big case. Well, yeah, it's fucking sad. I mean, we just did yeah. the Joe Arity case. What the hell? Um, Andrea says, Hey guys, first time listener, first time texter, but I love y'all. Jen is my favorite. Aww. Thanks, Andre. Emma J, I forgot about Mr. Anime Strange Bean. What is that sign she did? What is that? Is that like it's, a a, little... it's the um, male symbol. That's cool. Julie no, says, that's a female symbol. It was a female symbol. I get those confused sometimes. Oh, Julie said, Julie says, Hi guys, I'm a first grade teacher and a mother of three teenage kids. I currently live in Minnesota, but grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. I stumbled upon this podcast and fell in love with John. Oh, my God. Y'all are seeing this, too. I didn't <laughs> no. put this in there. Yes, it is there. Oh, my God. I'm just going to read this slow. <laughs> Savor every moment. His sense of humor and accent reminds me of all the old Southern boys I used to hang out around with. Well, that I don't know if I like that or not. <laughs> 
My daughter says John is my radio crush. Oh, keep up the the good work. I look forward to each new episode. Melanie, how did you change your freaking icon, dude? Even I can't figure out how to change my icon. It's just a website that I own. What the fuck? Melanie says, "Great app as always. Makes one makes one almost afraid of your own kids." Did Jen fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> she was so quiet at the end. Yes, she did fall asleep. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. Yes, she did. Because <laughs> people in live chat said the same thing. She also requested Bonnie Horn- Horniak. 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 Hmm. Thanks for being so committed to making this the dopest podcast. Ooh. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Feels so cool. Oh, here's our friend from our live show, Sheena, the one that was in the mil- the yeah. army. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, great job on the episode. I hope you guys come back to Greenville. That was a great South show. Carolina. John is my favorite because he's U.S. prior army idiots have to stick together because us prior army idiots. Yeah. So she was, uh, you remember her? Yeah. Yeah. The army. Uh, I sure do. Lady. And there's Bria. Oh, there's, there's Bria. Winner. Bria says, you guys crack me up when talking about truth or consequences. My brother lived in Las Cruces where the bowling. <laughs> truth or consequences. <laughs> uh, such a sad bet to have been uh, lost. Okay, one more. I want to go. The The other episode that we did uh, wasn't my favorite. I'm not going to lie. I actually said it wasn't my favorite in this. But, I mean, we had to do it because it was related um, Marty leaves some good comments mm. when he's not being mean. It, this is kind of long, but it's on there if you want to see it. Oh, he says, I can't wait. I eagerly await the dramatic reading of the welcome message, which we're going to read tonight. And then I said, yup, who should read the message? Should there be music? So much potential for the complete audio experience. And then he says, if anyone other than Nicole reads the welcoming message, <laughs> your my year will be ruined. Oh. <laughs> So a lot of people really want the freaking message to be read by Nicole. Which so. message? Like the You'll opening. You'll see. You'll see. Well, oh, it's not okay. going to be our opening opening. And then also somebody requested me to do an update on the Delphi murders. I'll do oh, that. Oh, yes. I did hear oh. about that. I'll do that next. Is there an update? There was an update. Oh, oh really? yeah. What I would love it? us to do that. I don't remember. I didn't. Because I saw an update and I was like, oh, cannot look at this. I did not even freaking do that and i'll do it next time i'm sorry um somi was asking if we have watched the raincoat killer netflix documentary no we have not watched it um did you somi but we did let that, us know what you we think we did that yeah episode though yeah somi send us some more uh south korean episodes i know you got some good ones out there tia wants us to do the happy face killers remember when we started to watch that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And Sami, thanks for being such a, a dedicated fan, man. All the way over there in South Korea. One love. It's Korea, heart, America. Or South Korea, heart, America. <laughs> Not the other one. They, I don't think they like us too much. <laughs> oh, shit. So, oh, fuck. Um, all right. Are you guys ready Wolfie to says, do this? I hope one day I can go to a live show if y'all ever do them again. Oh, I don't know if we'll make it to California. That'd be one brutal car ride. <laughs> yeah, Murphy wouldn't. I don't think we'll make it. <laughs> there would be another murder to report on talk murder to me. It would be mine. I would be the victim. So tonight we have a crazy story. There's going to be more of a teaser. A teaser? Episode. And here's why. I want to do a whole week of this particular story, but there's two stories that we've already done that I've got to put out this week, the sugar babe and the Ryan Waller case. If I don't, I'm going to end up deleting the freaking audio files and then we'll never purposefully have or no, no, an accident. accident. I, Cause I've done that before, like a couple of oh, times. Yeah. And that's scary to me. Cause I, right now, like I had to take the audio audio files out of the trash can in my computer and I was like, don't, and I had labeled them. Don't delete this. So that's not fucking a great idea anyway. So I'm going to release those two episodes this week. Plus this one we're about to do now. We are covering the toy box killers this week. Next week will be a, an, a complete week of toy box, toy box, toy box, that's toy box. Kind of works out well for Christmas. Yeah, right? I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. So, Hey, what's up, Lee? What's up, Lee? I got it. 
How about I do have a Christmas related request, but you've oh, never shoot, done. I them. forgot my ornaments again. There, I found them yesterday. Okay. How about every episode we do, we'll give Jen a present, and she can open it. Related to the story you're about to read, and you'll understand why. Kind of like that time you had me open that box, <laughs> and it was that creepy baby doll. Can I just tell you how awkward that was to return at Cole's? It was almost as awkward. I like put it in a non-see-through bag so they couldn't. I know that they saw the label, but I was like, at least they can't see the doll. Almost as awkward as when I had to return the uh, dog collar with oh, the leash yes. and the Twilight T-shirt. I, I was just like, oh my god, this. This return person thinks I'm nuts. So you like that? No, I don't. Tell us about truth and consequences. <laughs> what kind of a town name is that? Better than hell, I guess. Uh, no, I, so on the book I read, one of the they were interviewing the. I, I mean, I haven't told you the story yet, but it's fucking it's a crazy story. Anyway, they were interviewing one of the residents, and <laughs> he said something like. Um, oh fuck, what'd he say? Uh he lives in TNC. Like is that their nickname? No, he their was bridge? like he said something like, I would never expect this to happen in truth and consequences. And then the author was like <laughs> <laughs> something like <laughs> <laughs> Of course it happened here. Where the fuck else would it happen? <laughs> I mean your town name Tell us about it, D. Tell us about truth and consequences. T and C. T or C, I guess technically. T or C. <laughs> TNC is terms and conditions. Oh yeah, <laughs> those. There's a lot of places to hide bodies there. I'm telling you, there's a lot of caves, and I've I've never been to New Mexico, but there's a lot of caves down there. And there's one resident I was reading about that had spent almost his whole life looking for gold. It would no, not gold. It was uh, this hidden treasure that was supposed to be in one of these cave systems because the FBI actually contacted him to see where he has been to see if he had seen any bodies. And they did bring out a, a bag, a burlap sack full of bones, but they turned out to be bones of uh, wolves. But so they surmise that the person we're talking about tonight were, they were doing satanic rituals in this cave system and that's why they had the wolves but they were looking for a lot of bodies that this dude has been freaking dumping everywhere not too far from elephant butt lake <laughs> but elephant butte <laughs> that reminds me of the elephant graveyard from lion king yeah yeah oh yeah that's a sad movie mm. wait no it wasn't yes yeah, it, was. it was nala was so hot i used to have a crush on nala <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't marry her. She's my friend. Yeah, it'd be too weird. Oh, shit. All right. Here's how I'm going to... D's going to fucking hate me when I say this. Here's how I'm going to describe truth or consequences where we're going tonight. Have you ever played Grand Theft Auto V? No. Okay, for everyone out there that has, there's this guy... I think his name is Randy. He is or something. <laughs> he is a total fucking redneck. Randy. Isn't that your favorite character on South Park? Hold on. Um GTA 5 characters. Let me see. Anyway, he lives in a New Mexico type area and it reminds me cuz I was looking at the Google Earth through tr- uh, truth or consequences. The scenery is literally verbatim from the video game completely the same and that's really not a good thing because this dude is oh let me see the guy's name is trevor trevor phillips is his name he is a mentally unstable redneck and bank robber oh god oh shit (laughs) are you gonna show us a picture uh uh, it's gonna be a picture of the video game (laughs) let me show you how much you want to back? Yeah, let me show you the fucking thing right quick. <laughs> this is truth or consequences. <laughs> this is truth or consequences right here. <laughs> is that pretty accurate, D? She's gonna fucking Can she see this? <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> Shit. Can she see the screen? Yeah, okay. I think she can. So <laughs> this is the Google Earth of truth or consequences. <laughs> 
It's actually pretty. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, fuck it. Uh, let's get on this. So tonight we're actually starting with this lady right here. Can you describe her? She probably looks like she's like 40-ish, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Looks like she's in like a, t- a tool shed or something. I can't tell. Yeah, I guess it does look like a tool shed. Does it count? It kind of looks like a toy box. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what what a toy box looks like. Okay, so who you're looking at now? You never had a toy box <sighs> as a kid, but like this is this is life size. Oh. You know uh, what I mean? Like I had a toy chest, I guess. A lot of stuffed animals when I was a kid. Same. Like, is that a cubby? Like, look at that. it. Looks, I, it looks like a um. Looks like she got some rubber gloves back there. No, I mean, like, look, see how, like, behind, it's, like, looks like a, like, a yeah. little door, maybe? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's a mirror in there. By the way, we're drinking um, Jen's Christmas rum punch that she made. She had an ugly Christmas sweater party last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen, tell us what's in the drink. Um, Malibu, cranberry juice, pineapple juice. Uh, and ginger ale. It's delightful. This is Patty Rust right here. She's an FBI agent. So she's in the toy box right now. She is an FBI agent. And this is, this, what you're looking at is the, the torture chamber, the torture chamber that after they caught David Parker Ray and his girlfriend, Cindy Hindi, in 1999, which we're going to talk about. Why, Wait, her how, name was Cindy Hindi? Yeah, Cindy Hindi. That's, That's unfortunate for her. Kind of great. I mean, mean, it's a good name. Cindy Hindi? It's a perfect name for someone living in truth and consequences. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she probably was made fun of a lot as a kid. Yeah. Once they were arrested, and I'm going to show you how they were found out and everything here in a second, but... They found this toy box and there's not just the toy box. There's other things. There's the Satan's den. We're going to, this is going to be a whole freaking thing. So you guys don't worry. But anyway, this right here is the toy box. An FBI agent, Patricia Rust. She has the duty being an FBI agent on this case of, and I'm going to read this. This is from the FBI report. She was tasked with, Detailed drawings and diagrams of every item inside the torture, the torture collection of David Ray, a pornography addicted killer. Oh, boy. So this is some of the things in the toy box. Mm. She. Oh, dear. Oh, no. That's like, oh, no. She oh. was tasked to. And so oh. her, her job. Oh, God. I don't so like this already. For five days straight, they sent her in there to not only document everything, but also uh, create like redrawings of everything as well. And basically to just figure out what everything is. And I don't know why they, they had her redraw these things and how they were used. This is weird. They, they made her draw figures like a female figure being tortured by all of these different instruments. I guess the FBI had a protocol that they had to do that maybe to because if you see a regular pair of pliers, yeah. For. So if you see a regular pair of pliers, she's actually drawing it being used and stuff. Oh. So she is spending what a t- is she like she's dude, an artist that found the path of like fuck I don't know oh my God. I literally could not and there's nothing there's no newspapers even showing her death. Oh shit! I told you she dies anyway. Ah! Forget that. There, there's nothing that shows much about her at all. You can't really find anything on this. About F- the FBI agent. About the FBI agent. She is going through and documenting. You see all the chains mm-hmm. and everything else. Straps. Yes. Pliers. I saw like surgical scissors. Yep. S- stirrups. Oh, what is oh, that? Oh, dear. Yeah. What, what is a stirrup? I saw that. I didn't know what it's it was. It's something you stick your foot in. Yeah, okay, so like a stirrup when you're ho- riding a horse, like that would also be a stirrup. Yeah, that's what I thought it yep. was. Yeah, yeah. Right. At the gyne- gynecologist, it's the things you put your feet on mm-hmm. so while that they you're can at get the a table. Clear look. Yeah. Oh, of your vagines? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Correct. <laughs> you put your you put your feet up in the in the stirrups. Let's Correct. See, see if I can make this bigger for you guys. I want you to see all of the torture things. There's a lot of things in here. <laughs> this is very cluttered. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is this is more cluttered than our garage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got uh, medical gloves in there, duct tape. I mean, this looks like an actual work shed. Um, not really. Uh, is that a big dildo strap hanging from there? <laughs> I don't know. Jen's going to tell us all about that here in a little Why, bit. Uh, <laughs> correct. Oh. Ooh. So, oh, oh, God. There's God. Our, our There's our circle saw. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so for some reason, guys, and I think the FBI did not want this to be put out because I have no idea why they would task this woman to go do this but for so so are we saying this like put her in danger all right so this happens in 1999 and patricia rust as i said before she was preparing detailed drawings and diagrams of every item inside so you saw all the items i mean you can see them there all the trinkets and the whatever so for whatever reason she was drawing all these as a woman would be tortured with each item so a little bit more about her, Patricia Rust. She was a former captain in the U.S. Army and an experienced FBI agent with a degree in criminology, end quote. So she is very adept and qualified for doing this. So for five days, she is in this torture box, this toy box. That's terrible. And so she is drawing out all these items and it's not only that she had to draw them out, but there were videotapes found and no, they are not public. I've looked everywhere. Mm. They are not public. I believe these things are going to be sealed up forever, but they were videotapes of the tortures that went on in oh, the no. toy box. Oh. So, yeah, I'm actually glad that that's not public. because yeah, I, I would not want to see that. Well, so here's the thing. And there were a lot of torture videos. We talked about this on the Three Guys, One Hammer video. Mm -hmm. And David Parker Ray, the, the one that I'm going to show you, the one who owned the toy box, actually claimed that he was selling these tapes to, you know, people that could afford them. And it's okay. most likely people there around Truth or Consequences that could buy these tapes. Because he's selling them out of, like, the trunk of his car. This is... No, 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 no. You, you have a... He built... He's been doing this for 40 years. Oh. 40 years he's been doing this. So you build up a clientele, and the way he was saying it, and we'll go into this in the next episode, but they... they it kind of reminds me of the one where, with uh, that's associated with the Josh Duggar case. Yeah, yeah, the Peter Scully one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Officer Rust, she had to watch all these videotapes. Oh. And there were a lot. Now, one of the reasons that the FBI might not be releasing the tapes or they didn't release them at the time is because they're so horrific. Now, keep this in mind. They're so horrific, so horrific. And I'll also tell you that they didn't really find any of the victims here. OK, with these and a lot of them huh. are alive and they they may not. We're going to talk about it. But a lot of the women went through this torture ritual for months and they don't know that they did it at all like as in they were brainwashed he has more than one survivor oh yeah he's been doing this for 40 years but he wasn't killing them. i know i'm not gonna say that i'm, I'm yeah he is a serial killer from what everyone surmises and there's a what i was saying is there's there's a lot of places to hide bodies around there you can hide them in the cavern or in, you can hide them in the the cave system, you can hide, hide them in an elephant butt. And what I was saying about the catfishes, they're so big that they will just gnaw up the human body real quick. Yeah. Plus, he had a really good way, which were, is a very smart, a way of actually keeping the body sunk to the bottom of the ocean. And where do catfishes feed? Well, you they're mean bottom the feeders. You mean the pond. Oh, the pond. Oh, the elephant butt lake, which is about four miles long. Big lake. Yeah, it's huge. So you can't drain that bitch. Nope. It's four fucking miles. So, but he had concocted this amazing freaking way of ensuring that the body sink to the bottom and stay there. And we're going to talk about that. But anyway, 
I'm getting off track. There's a lot of these videos, and one of the reasons the FBI may not have wanted them to be released is because they're so horrific, they're so terrible that, and if they don't actually have evidence besides the videotape, you may have a good defense attorney say that, yeah, it's great special effects, but they're fake. Hmm. Now, they're they're not fake at all, but you can't actually prove it if, you know, you can't find any bodies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus, you don't know who these women are. Mm. So at the end of the day, a good defense attorney could say, yeah, they're just, it's camera work, man, you know? That's, I don't know, that's, like, we're talking 1999. It camera, like, sure, okay, I could well, maybe. Well, Shrek came out in 2001, so. But I'm just saying, that's a hard sell for a 1999 special effects for it to look that realistic. I'm just well, saying. Jurassic Park had good special effects, It too. did. Milestone work. But I don't know. I'm just saying. Devil's advocate here. No, I agree. She watched these videos for five days. She is documenting everything and drawing. I hope she, she like went through therapy <clears throat> along with it. She would document the whips, chains, and this is all directly from the FBI reports. Gigantic dildos. Mm. And that one you saw there, that's the starter set. Uh, there's uh there's one that we're gonna go into it's called satan's dick <laughs> i think that's gonna be the episode title oh, oh no so it's devil's dick yeah that's better devil's dick that thing is uh. anyway so <laughs> now she drew up these items and submitted them to the evidence recovery team in albuquerque in this one video it shows a woman who is strung up on this Tape this bondage table. Mm -hmm. She's spread eagle, and David Ray is there. He takes out a cattle prod and he puts it inside of her vagina and turns it on. <gasps> he left it on. He didn't turn it off until quote smoke was pouring out from between her legs. End quote. So Patricia Russ is watching this and she is trying to draw this cattle prod going into this woman's vagina and then smoke barreling out from that cavity. So I wonder if she was drawing, doing those drawings because maybe those videos would have been too gr graphic to show in court. Too graphic. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I, I also saw one uh, a report. One of the attorneys said that they were afraid that they could, they would they're so graphic that they would say they're fake because no one's going to like the regular people would never torture someone like that. So it's like hard to wrap your head around it that someone could do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like almost like it's got to be fake type of shit. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the <laughs> woman JJB pain and I hear that th this woman this woman was spread eagle she was bound up with red nylon straps and we're going to get into all of the the setup here don't worry i'm just kind of overviewing it this woman spread eagle bound with red nylon slaps she was on a black table she had duct tape on her mouth she couldn't she was screaming her best but you know hardly nothing was coming out and then he leaves the cattle prod on and then the smoke comes out, and if you want to read this. The two sadists continued to molest the young woman until blood oozed out of her mouth and ears. <gasps> A moment later, her head slumped to the side and her body went limp. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they tortured her to death. They tortured her to death until the, the cattle pride remained on until blood started spurting out. Oh and it was already God. burning, completely burning her insides. Oh, my God. Inside of her. And then her body goes limp. But, you know, is it so horrific that it could be fake? I don't know. I mean, it's definitely not fake. We it, These videos right. are 100 percent fucking real. Mm. OK, I'm just saying. So I wanted to be able to explain the difference between a cattle pride and a stun gun. I mean, obviously, we all know what a cattle prod is. But I wanted to see if there were any big differences in voltage or whatever or current from that of a stun gun. 
so you can get an idea. And this is from Quora.com. It's that little answer site. From a Mike Anderson, 25 years as a competitive shooter and a former range officer. He says that a cattle prod and a stun gun, they both work at the same principles, the same mechanics. However, the cattle prod typically has a lower current than a stun gun. However, that's even worse because he says, that being said, the arc of the cattle prod can still burn human flesh and they have been quite successfully used as torture devices. Enough power to sear the skin, but the target does not lose consciousness. Oh my God. I mean, the fact that, and this is, the question is what makes a stun gun different from a cattle prod? There is nothing about torture or anything. So just the fact that the the most upvoted guy mentioned that they're used in torture, you know, can really tell you something. David really just wanted to inflict pain. He didn't want to stun. He, he didn't want to stun the victims so they'll lose consciousness. He just wants to he just basically wants to torture them with this stun gun. And, and like he said, it can burn skin. And that's exactly what happened because, you, you know, you read the smoke coming out. Patricia Rust is watching this video for five days. She watches this. She's subjected to it. She go, She's 36 years old, FBI agent, Quantico trained, criminal, uh, criminal forensic expert, U.S. Army veteran. She goes home at 36. She uh, gets ready for bed. She makes her bed. She lays in the bed. She is thinking over and over about the last five days about these women being tortured and it just, she can't fall asleep. She's having these, these uh, not even nightmares. She's insomnia. She cannot get this out of her mind. She goes downstairs. She on, on the dresser right by the doors, her, her FBI service handgun standard issue Glock nine millimeter. She, unholsters it she puts it to the side of her head and she pulls the trigger oh my gosh she kills herself i was not expecting no that. i wasn't either yeah most people won't start the story with that most wow. people don't even include that so i'm just saying wow. most people don't know that that's what we're going to be reading throughout the week and that is one of the big reasons i'm not going to force us to sit here and do all of these episodes tonight because this that is a multi-parter for yeah, sure. Yeah, because Jen, we, we need, Jen, Jen can't handle, <laughs> she's got a limit. <laughs> so. Yeah, but we're yeah. going to need to get real liquored up next week. When Holy we shit. So she, she killed herself uh, five days later. She couldn't, you know, she had a, a family, uh, mother, father. She was well-respected, well-loved, uh, and wow. she killed herself because, you know, she could. I mean, I don't think anyone. Why would they throw her in the fucking box for five days and make her watch these videos and do this? Holy fuck. I mean, I guess she is an FBI agent, but. Yeah, but holy still, fuck, I man. mean, like, <laughs> I, and I, this is during the 90s when this was going on. When, yeah, 1999 is when this happened. So, I mean, we know a lot more about trauma and trauma response now than we did then. But yeah. but I feel like they still. <sighs> I don't even know. What you're seeing now is the El Paso Times, a newspaper, April 11th, 1999. This is literally the only thing out there about Patricia Rust's suicide. It's almost like the FBI purposely kept this from the media somehow. I don't know why. Maybe it's just to protect a family or whatever. Anyway, and, and this paper here doesn't even really go into her suicide all that much. It just... It just basically briefs over the, quote, reminder of the difficult lives that law enforcement officers face. And it's, it's a pastor saying it about multiple different law enforcement deaths. And the only snippet here containing Patricia Rust is officers found Patricia Rust dead of what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. She was in her mid-30s. The Crimes Against Persons Unit is investigating. Quote, they think the wound was self-inflicted, but that's not official. They won't rule out anything until the autopsy on Monday, end quote. And that is it. You can't find a picture of her anywhere or anything. That uh, one with the cattle prod, that wasn't even the worst. We're, we're going to get into a lot of them. David Parker Ray had become an expert at doing this. He's been doing it, and he claims he's been doing it for 40 years. So he'll do about four 
four women a year, maybe four huh. to six women a year. Keep them there for a couple months. Make his tapes. Keep them locked up for a few months. Make his tapes and then sell the tapes. No one really knows who he was selling them to, but he says he had. I mean, I, I do believe he was selling them. You can't prove it. But I also believe that the three guys won Hammer videos. I believe they were trying to sell them as well. Mm. You know, I mean. Was it, did he, did the killer have like a day job or was this his job? Um, yeah, we're, we're going to get into all of that and okay. his background as MO uh, or whatever. Okay. All right. So v, this is Cindy V Hill. She is, at the time she was captured, she was 22 years old. She survived. She's actually the reason that um, that David got caught. I mean, maybe he would have got caught before, but I don't know. He's been doing this for friggin' ever. Anyway, this is where we're actually starting this story uh, with her escape. 513 Bass Road. And so a little bit of information about Truth or Consequences so it used to not be called that. It used to be called Hot Springs. Hmm. And Hot Springs, on April Fool's Day, 1950, its name was changed to appease this radio talk show host that basically bet. It was, I, I don't know, I couldn't find the radio broadcast, but he bet a town, a small town, that they wouldn't change their name to something crazy. And this town went along with it for whatever reason. Dude, I would fire the mayor. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be too pleased if I was. I mean, holy yeah. shit. I feel like man. that would really impact property values. I'm just going to say. Yeah, so this is actually where we're going. This is the uh, trailer that was owned by David Ray uh, right here. This is 513. Mm. You see it. Uh, oh, his name's on the thing. Yeah, so it's the first thing you see. Cindy V. Hill, 22 years old. She escapes on March 22nd, 1999. So she was only there for three days and three nights, which seems like a lot, but it's not compared to what the other victims have been through. They, most of the victims stayed there for months, one to three months at least. And basically until David got tired of them, until and you'll, you'll hear what he says, but until they're kind of worn out and he wants fresh pussy. I mean, I'm just kind of qu quoting like everything he says. Oof. But so then he'll he'll let them go, which is crazy. Most of them. She stayed there three days and three nights on March 22nd, 1999. She escapes this little trailer. She is completely naked uh, besides a dog collar that's chained to her neck. She was in this little torture room. And I'll show you the picture here in a second. But David had left and Cindy Hindi was watching her watching the captive who she was chained up. This lady, Cindy Veal, was chained up. And Cindy Hindi, sorry, I'm getting these names confused. Cindy Hindi leaves the room. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why she leaves the room, but maybe to, you know, go to the fridge or something. At that time, Cindy Veal grabs the key that was on the little coffee table and literally, like a movie, like you see this in movies, she unlocks her shackles. Just as she clicks it, has that is a big ass padlock that when she was chained up head to toe chained mm -hmm. up but he only had one padlock cindy hindi leaves and then you hear that click of that giant padlock click and then she's free or not free but the padlock pops open right at that moment cindy hindi walks into the room and sees her jumps on her starts grabbing her hair immediately and now they're in a fight to the death. This is exactly what you would see in a movie. How she describes it to the courts is exactly what you would see in a Hollywood movie. The whole fight scene, you know, getting the key, getting out of the shackles. Jeez. They're fighting to the death at this point. Cindy Hindi, and I'm going to show you her in a second. She picks up a vase. And I'm picturing this big green vase. It has this, these flowers in it. She dumps the flowers out and then she smashes it on the victim's head. Cindy V. Hill. Mm. But it doesn't knock her out. But it does knock her to the floor. She gets knocked to the floor. Now she's she's free, but she needs to stay alert even though she's battling off these drugs because they've been drugging her too so oh. she is coming out of that she just got hit in the head and the the vase just shattered everywhere she's now on the ground cindy hindi is trying to get the padlock 
back up so she can reshackle her. The victim, Cindy Vigil, looks over to her left, and there sitting on the floor is an ice pick of <gasps> all things, a fucking ice pick. Mm-mm. And that ice pick saved her. She grabs it, and she gets one good shot when she gets up right to the back of her neck. Wow. She stabs Cindy Hendy, the captive, right in the back of the neck, and she fucking bolts out the window and she is running full speed. And if you read her testimony, she'll talk about she is butt naked. She is badly beaten. There's blood everywhere, like all over her. She's chained up. She's running through this hot desert area. At least two cars, and one of them actually goes to court and testifies what she saw, didn't stop. They actually kind of swerved around her. Well, I mean, you got to think. I mean, you got this naked woman and there's a lot of i don't want to be mean here but there's a lot of drugs around this part too Mm -hmm. truth and consequences you would you would probably think she is some kind of addict that is coming out of something and she's just butt naked and running yeah it's hard to say what you would do in that situation mm -hmm. like i don't know if i would have stopped i don't know two people didn't stop she runs into this mobile home and there's this old couple. It was one of the nicer mobile homes in the area. So she got real lucky that she ran into that. But she immediately double locks the door, call the police immediately, and the police are dispatched. And this is, if you want to read this, this is from the uh, Carlsbad Current, April 2nd, 1999. This is what she says. I'm alive. I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive, she told sheriff's deputies responding to neighbors' calls. I broke free. I broke free. Her wrists looked like hamburger meat. She had beautiful, long brown hair, and it was all matted with blood. She was dirty all over, and it looked like she had pooped her pants. Her poor little boobs were black and blue, and there were bruises all over her arms and legs. Mm, Poor thing. Before we go any further, I need to preface the book. So Nicole's going to be reading from a book tonight called Slow Death by James Fielder. The sickest serial slayer to stalk the Southwest. It's a lot of S's he put in there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two. Long title. Alliteration. Yeah. There's two books and I, I actually had kind of a. It actually took me a while to choose, which I actually did pretty good research on which one to choose but there's two big books on this case both by pretty big authors so it's kind of hard to choose but i'm glad i chose this one because this one seems like more it's definitely got higher reviews and it seems more in-depth researched i guess but slow death by jim fielder and i'll link that on talkmore.com so that's what you're gonna be reading from so did was cindy uh, the the cap one of the captors was she killed by that ice pick and to the neck? No, no, she wasn't. But the victim here, she runs in this trailer. They call nine one one immediately, and that is where David is picked up in their RV. They have this big RV that they drive around. They were actually picked up only two blocks away from where Cindy V. Hill ended up. They were out looking for her. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get their captive back. That is when the police stopped them, because there's not a lot of traffic here. Right. You know, this is kind of a small town, and there's not a lot of traffic. So a police officer is going to stop pretty much anyone around this scene, and they stopped the, this... Uh, the killer couple. Yeah, the, the uh, RV... And that's when they arrested him. But the fact that he was only two blocks away from where she ended up is, ugh, wow. you know. Yeah. So wow. how they initially caught her is this. Cindy V. Hill was, she was a prostitute. She was walking on Central Avenue, which is Highway 66. A local pimp that she knew introduced her to this couple, David Ray. Oh, gosh. Interesting. What do you mean? Well, it's not like she was just abducted. She was introduced. Most of the women. You know what I mean? Like, it's 
It's like I human. Have it's almost that. like early form of human trafficking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was a no, 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 no. The the pimp didn't know that this was going to happen. Oh no, no. Well, but uh, but even still, like it was someone they knew. The girl's missing. They didn't put it's two a, and two together. It's a pimp. It's not like they're best friends. He's trying to make money. He doesn't give uh, a fuck about I, her. No, I exactly. know. But I'm just I, I. But he definitely didn't. He probably. I mean, I definitely think, didn't know this was going to happen. I'd imagine. I mean, well, you would hope he didn't know, especially if she's. she's, she's espe- I don't know. He's a pimp. He's not a great person, clearly. So I know, but she's about to be locked up for months, you know, and maybe. Right. I oh, mean, yeah. at, at the time she was twenty-two. Maybe she she was a a good earner for him, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, she gets into the RV. This is before the whole escape. She gets into the RV. And then David actually pulls out a small police badge, which was fake, obviously, said she was under arrest. At that point, Cindy Hindy walks out of the bathroom. They strip her down naked. They handcuff her, metal collar around her neck, shackles on feet. And then they immediately put a leather mask on her face with a zipper for a mouth. Oh, it's like one of those Um, zip kind of shit. Like on Bob's Burgers, remember? Yeah. Almost like almost like the leather man from AHS, but they that one didn't have a zipper. So uh, Jen, I know you're tired, so let's um no no let's I have don't... you read some things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's have you read some things. Uh... <laughs> Jen's gonna read to stay awake. <laughs> Shit. When we got to his house, I didn't know where I was. They took me inside and chained me to a bed. They forced me to have sex with them, and then David poured hot gravy on my belly and had a dog, a German shepherd, come in from outside and lick it off. Oh, no. They immediately take her, and I'm going to tell you the whole operation, because there's a whole system they go through, including the welcome message, which, yeah, we're getting to. Hold on. just I know you guys want it. They immediately take her, they strap her up, and they have these bondage things that wrap around your breast. And they're, they're, everything's pretty much handmade by David. And they they have like this nylon cord. And David talks about at the very end, the nipple is super glued. So you have this breast cup that's kind of open. And then he super glues the nipple. And the breast cup is basically like a leather circle that's open. Right. And that's just to like isolate each breast. And then you super glue a nylon cord to the nipple. And then you force the nipple up with a pulley system Ah! and it stretches. And he talks about how the breasts are really elastic. It stretches out. The breasts do. The nipples Ah! nipples are so sensitive. It's just. It's like that that Mentos commercial from the 90s. Have you ever seen that? (laughs) Where they stretch out a woman's breast. No, the the guy has the guy. The guy has Mentos. He chews Mentos gum and his nipples. Like they point out. I don't. Oh, I do know it. It, Like with it being icy cold. They're talking about it like how it's. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. When I tried to wiggle free, it pulled my breasts out away from my body. I have small breasts. And one time they looked Uh. like they had been pulled out at least a foot away from my chest. It hurt so bad. I was screaming. Oh, this is sad. Oh, my tatas. This is a quote from the book. They were stretched quote upwards like two slender cones end quote so he would put a few drops of super glue to bond it huh. long nylon cords to pull each nipple okay next comes the dildos tell me what you think of this oh uh. jesus fuck look at that big ass boy that's not uh, uh. like how how <laughs> that's gotta be like the thickness of a coke can what do you think I don't like that. And like, what are those things at the bottom? Are they like electrodes? Oh my gosh. Like, okay. Thinking about how long that looks, like that's like going up to your freaking internal, like that's going way up there. I mean, I know your cervix like is As David would, as David, that's a good point. As David says, and you're going to read his welcome message. (laughs) He doesn't stretch out a woman further than she would be stretched out naturally in giving birth. So that's like well, the what size the fuck? of a- That's pushing a baby out your hoo-ha. That's I, totally like I are know, you kidding but, me? But you, so that's right. like the thickness of a human head. 
What? No, a I human think, head? No, it's not that. Not like as a ba- Like a baby head? Well, yeah. There's. I'll show you bigger dildos than this. But if this. that's his, if that's his barometer, then that's. This is a starter. Bad. Yeah. The starter I edition. This is a starter kit. Starter kitchen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if that's his barometer, then there's a lot bigger than that that can go up there. I don't. In his, I don't in like his that. viewing. That- All right. Yeah. You, with this story, you got to remember, he's making these tapes. I get They you. don't want to see a woman destroyed. They want to see her tortured. They don't want to see a woman completely fucking split open. And I don't know what the fuck they want to see, honestly. They want to see the pain and the they, torture. I mean, they're torturing people to death. N- not always. Well, the cattle project. And most of the time, it, it is... You know, unintentional. We're going to get just, you're you're jumping way ahead. Okay. Okay. All right. Jumping way ahead. She was only there for three days and three nights. Isn't that like Jesus? Wasn't he something three days and three nights? This is definitely different than Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Jesus do something for three days and three nights? Yeah, he was dead for three days. And then he rose. Oh, okay. That's that's Easter. No correlation whatsoever. She was only there for three days and three nights. So she didn't get the full experience. Thank God. But she still was horrible. But we're going to go through a lot worse than what she went through. She says every evening they, quote, put huge dildos in my body, end quote. They're just trying to see how much she can take at this point, kind of seeing what she can do. You know what I'm saying? Do you like this? I do not. Um, I mean, I like I like the the storytelling aspects. Like you're a very good narrator, but this but is a no, very sad no. story. Oh yeah, it's very sad. That's why I want to I want to get you like kind of in it tonight because the next episode, dude, we're gonna talk about some fucking horrible shit. I'm basically gonna explain a lot of the fucking videos. Good point, Megan. Exactly. The difference is when you have a baby, you're naturally dilated to make room for the head. So this is terrible. I see. I didn't know that. I know. Honestly, I doubt the guy knew. I mean, yeah, he's a fucking terrible person, but that is what he said. You'll see him say that. He, he actually says to that. cause pain. Yeah, I know. But he. It, yeah, but he's not trying. As you'll see, a lot of the victims were let go. He wasn't actually trying to kill a lot of them. It's weird. It's weird. I'm telling you. It's just, just let me, let's get this to here. If you want to read this. She said Ray placed dildos into her vagina and wrecked them simultaneously while Hendy watched on. She described receiving shock therapy in which Ray attached electrical connections to her breasts, which would send electrical shocks through her body. Both times, Hendy would wave a small revolver, threatening to shoot her if she tried to escape. Okay, so... This is uh, Cindy right here. Cindy Hindi. Wow. If she's, uh, what do you want to describe her? Blonde. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Um, <laughs> Blonde. She's got a lot of makeup. She's got a black choker on. Yeah. Ba- like bangs. It kind of like looks like there's a lot of volume in that hair. Mm. You know what I mean? This is David. Yeah. Oh. He's old. He's been doing this for 40 years when he was caught. So he is, I he's think he was creepy. Yeah. Like, I know that he's a creep for what he does anyway, but like, he looks creepy. Like sometimes people that are creepy don't look creepy and that makes it harder to catch them. But like he me? looks creepy. No, he you, looks, you don't look no, creepy. No, I look creepy. Oh, I don't look creepy? No. Okay. But I am. No. Right. Uh, he reminds me of someone. I'm trying to place it. Um, it, It'll take me a minute. He looks like an older Brian Cranston, but more creepy. For, for, yeah, he's got like a handlebar mustache. This is what David says, and we're going to get into the MO and stuff like that. So don't like ask me about all okay, that right okay, now. Okay. okay, but this is what he says about what you were talking about. And I didn't know the dilation thing. That's a really good point Megan brought up about the dilation thing. Mm-hmm. Megan on live chat. Anyway, he says, quote, it never ceases to amaze me. How barbaric some people can be. Now, this is the guy saying this. Uh, Our customers want to see you getting hurt. We use some gigantic dildos to create some special effects. We pull the skin around your vagina back and then thrust in a dildo four to six inches wide at the base. On the viewing screen, it looks pretty terrible, end quote. 
So David is actually trying to make himself, oh, it's, I can't imagine how some people do it. I mean, it's terrible what they do. We just want to. And it's an effect, four to six inches wide. Yeah. Not nothing. That was the size of my brie last night. Yeah, no way. No way, Jose. Now, I'm going to show you kind of a little bit in the den right quick. Now, we're going to go over this next episode, but this is kind of what another viewpoint of it. So you see a bunch of drawings and sexual positions. This woman's giving a blowjob. You can definitely tell. I, I can't actually tell what the, mm -hmm. what's going on there. So this is the wall they found. A bunch of women getting tortured. And there was actually a handwritten note on this board that said, quote, new table for church rituals, end quote. So he was writing a list of what he needed. Below that, he had a sign of a drawing of a how to hogtie a woman. Oh. So he was doing a making list and think he was going to make an educational course about it. I don't so know. we're so we're going to get into next episode, the whole like Satan thing. Yeah, I'm just kind of okay. I'm just kind of getting you. I, I, yeah, I've got a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. Yeah, I know we're, I'll, we're I'll about to wrap it. it up with your welcome message. But oh, I want to kind of just kind of brief over this real quick. This is, uh, we're going to talk about the audio tapes. There's a lot of them. Now, the audio tapes aren't of people, well, they are of people getting tortured, but they're more. Is that a cutout for someone's head to be in that box? <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's like a bad magic trick. Yeah. Well, so he'll talk about how a lot of the girls are screamers, and he, he would tell them, you know, we're out in the desert, no one can hear you. But it pisses me off because, you know, you're screaming in my ear. So sometimes if the duct tape doesn't work, you know, I got to find other creative ways to keep you to shut up type of thing. Anyway, this is a brief of the MO to preface what you're about to read and what everyone wants you to read. They would kidnap someone. They would usually be skinny, big breasted, kind of tight bodies. I mean, they all kind of follow that same thing. And they would kidnap them, bring them back, and then keep them for months. However, they get initiated into this torture before they even do. And they listen to this audio tape. It's called a welcome message. Okay. And they're not actually available in public in audio form, but we do have the complete transcript of them. Now, Cindy Hindi later said that he, quote, made special audio tapes to play for the victims as an introduction to what he was going to do to them, end quote. I also saw it called in the book, the This Is What's Going to Happen to You tape. That's the perfect kind of, the perfect... Oh you know, perfect synopsis for it. So right now we're going to read the welcome message. Now, is it him reading this welcome message? Yeah. So the, he puts on the audio tape. That's a good question. You, you go into this dungeon, you're a woman, you just been drugged. You, you wake up in this dungeon, you got a dog collar on you. You're chained up. You may be in a box, there may be another girl in there with you. You don't know what's going on. You're butt naked. It's, you know, you're down here. It's kind of cold down in this dungeon. There's no lights on. You hear people getting tortured. In the tape, you can actually, like, they'll put the italicized where it says, you know, woman screaming in background. Oh. And then there's some places where it's like, David actually stops the recording or walks out of the room and tells other people to keep it down so he's recording. Oh, my god! Which means there's more than one people going in on these torture things. But hmm. so more he, than just the two here. Yeah. So you're, oh. you're scared. You're screaming, which to him is annoying. So immediately he plays these tapes. To. Uh, Tell you what's going to happen to you to explain everything. And and I'm going to have you read it right now. So this is what you guys, you guys all wanted Nicole to read this. So we'll let her do it. I, I have a lot of questions and I'm sure we're going to go through all of it mm -hmm. in our next part. All right. 
this this is kind of long the welcome message okay. but you are going to this is you're going to read the whole thing okay okay in its entirety but when she's reading this you guys just imagine yourself in this dungeon you haven't been raped yet you've been stripped naked you haven't been tortured put dildos in there's no cattle prize nothing you're just naked and you're chained up and it's dirty and you're screaming you don't know what the fuck to do so the whole time you're reading this this is what's being said to you all right guys we're gonna stop it here the welcome message is so long we're going to make it an episode all on its own told you this was just a teaser good night you lovely lovely people